Hello and welcome to the Post to Post podcast. It is November 12th, uh, 2017. This is podcast number 22. And uh, we have a lot of little topics to talk about. Uh, so I guess I won't give a full preview here, but uh, I'll just start this uh, with two things. Uh, I'm not feeling very well today. I'm, I'm low on energy. I'm not sure what's, what's wrong, but uh, my allergies are acting up. So if you hear me sniffling or uh, coughing or anything, uh, I do apologize in advance. Uh, the second thing, a big thanks to Luke. Who sent this uh, Hartford Whalers hat? Oh, you found out who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, okay. he mentioned it before, and I just completely forgot about it uh, in the video. It was stupid of me, but yeah, he sent he sent it. And uh, his favorite team is San Jose, so I just want to give a big personal thanks to, to Luke. And uh, yeah, love it. That's awesome. It's yeah. a gorgeous piece of headwear. Yeah, I didn't mention it in the in the video, but I noticed that there's obviously green in it afterwards. So I'll have to wear it on podcasts and not and not videos, maybe, or or, or only videos with green backgrounds, <laughs> like the Fan Friday or something. Okay, so um, yeah, so there's 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 a lot to talk about, but there's not really a lot of drama to talk about, mm-hmm. and like there hasn't been any crazy thing going on in the NHL or any yeah. big crazy checks or suspensions or fights or uh, it's just been the same old kind of for the past week. Uh, two big games in Sweden. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, so I, I'm going to go through my list first, and then maybe we can tackle what you have. Is sure. that okay? Just stay yeah. with the trend. Do whatever. Uh, so I want to talk about the the hottest teams in the last ten games. If you were to guess, who would you say? Some of those teams would be, or do you have that on your list? I have you? it on my list, okay. <laughs> so I can tell you exactly. <laughs> well, the, the, I'm going to do the top five: uh, it's Tampa Bay with eight one and one, yeah. The Rangers with eight two and zero, oh. correct. Uh, St. Louis seven two and one, San Jose seven three and zero, and Montreal seven three and zero. Right on. So I, my my list agrees with yours. That's good. And I think with the Rangers to add to that, uh, they are eight two and zero oh, with six wins in a row. Six wins in a row. That's since the, since the threat of firing of Alavino, it's all it took. <laughs> yeah, just just a threat. Sometimes it works. <laughs> do you have the the point totals? Because that's do. what I'm going to talk about next. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, top five in points: Stamkos with 30, Kucherov with 29, and then it drops off pretty significantly. Uh, Blake Wheeler with 23, Schwartz with 22, and Kessel with 22. I had the team point totals, not the player point totals. Oh. So no, I don't play. No, I, no, I don't want to talk about team point totals. I mean, we can later. No, no, I, I don't need to talk about it. I just, <laughs> you asked me and I thought I was answering yes. Oh, okay. uh, let's move on to goals. Uh, Kucherov with 16, Ovechkin with 13, Tavares with 13, uh, Stone with 12, and Keller with 11. Big rookie Keller up there in the top five goals. That's awesome to see. And considering where he's playing, mm. you know, we've talked about that several times now. Yeah. So we talked about points. We talked about goals. Where's Sidney Crosby? Do you know where he is in the standings? Uh, I don't know where he is in the standings, but I know he's been absent I, the last couple of weeks. I believe he's 79th in the league in points right now. But he's the greatest hockey player in the world. Well, I know. That, here's, here, here's the problem. He's played 19 games. He has five goals, eight assists for 13 points. He's a minus 14 so far this this year. A minus 14. Yeah, minus 14. Where do you think that stands in the league as far as worst plus minus? Probably somewhere just above Eric Carlson. <laughs> Vern, realistically though, where do you think? I fiftieth. I I don't know. I really don't know. He has the worst. The worst in the league. The worst plus minus in the league. Oh my god. Sidney Crosby. (laughs) He's actually tied with Chris Letang. Isn't that unbelievable? It is. That there's something wrong with that stat. It's. I I don't. (laughs) I, I. I can't even believe that I'm saying the sentence. He has the worst plus minus. Like it. I don't. I don't understand. He's the best player in the world. Are supposed to be the best player in the world. In my eyes, he is the best player in the world. I could see a fluke of that kind of stat flowing up after one or two games, you know, because things are just so crazy at the very beginning of the season. Yeah. But we say 19 games in? 19 games in. Yeah, something wrong. Do you know where he's seated in penalty minutes? Penalty minutes? Uh, probably. I wouldn't think very high because he's not that kind of guy, but I bet you're about to tell me it's pretty high. He's ninth. Oh, he's ninth <laughs> in the whole league. In the whole league, most penalty minutes for he's the got most penalty. Thirty-two minutes. penalty minutes. So he's surrounded by people who fight all the time. Like you got the, the Haley's and the <laughs> and the Dorsets and the like all those guys up there in the top ten. And then you just have Crosby in number in what, ninth place. What, what kind of penalties are they? Are they like stick penalties or are they just like yeah, whining think, penalties? Well, there's a few whining penalties, but I think they're most just you know, minor infractions. Yeah. Wow. And uh, he's shooting at eight point three percent, which is god awful. So uh, he's having a rough time right now. So what do you think's wrong with him? Well, I didn't know there was anything wrong with him until about two minutes ago. So <laughs> I, it'll take me a while to figure that out. I have no idea. Uh, he's physically, uh, he can't be that much changed from the man who won the Stanley Cup in June. 
So it, I, unless he's had some sort of injury, but he, I don't know about that. Yeah, you can't really say that um, he's he's not well conditioned because, or he's not here. Sorry, he's 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 tired because he's played too much hockey in the past two years, which he has. However, he's one of probably the one of the most conditioned. Oh, yeah. disciplined physically players in the league. You could say that last year at this time about him, maybe, but not this year because there's no World Cup just, you know, pre- prior to the season. Yep, that's true. Um, you know, sure, he did play until the very last game of the playoffs, as all people in the Stanley Cup Finals do. Yeah. and But he, I don't think, had a particularly, like, he's got 13 points in 19 games. For most players, that's not bad. Not that's bad, That's pretty yeah. darn good. Sidney Crosby is, a, is a more than a point-per-game player that's right. in his career. So. so for him, it's a big step down. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know. And Crystal Letang is a negative or a minus 14 as well. So And being a defenseman, you get really good demon that have bad plus-minus Especially numbers. offensive defensemen like that's Crystal right. Tang. So yeah. um, not too surprised there. But do you know who has a worst shooting percentage? A worse shooting percentage than uh, Max Pacioretty, or <laughs> than Sidney Crosby, Max Pacioretty, 8.2%. <laughs> I am not in the zone today. <laughs> does that count last night's game? Yeah, it does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. But he's in the, uh, Pacioretty's in the top 10 hottest players in the past 10 games. He's on fire. Yeah. And he was cold as ice the first 10 He, games. he was invisible. Yeah, that's what I don't like about Max Pacioretty. That's why he's not one of my favorite players, and he'll never be one of my favorite players, and he's not even in the top 100 of my favorite players because he's so inconsistent. Wow. Boom. That's a statement. It is a statement, a bold statement. Is it okay if I drop your mic? Uh, no, it's too loud. No. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, the next on my list, uh, Paul Korea and Timo Solani mm-hmm. inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame. It's pretty awesome to hear, as well as Mark Recchi, uh, Daniel Goyet, Goyet, Dave Anderchuk, five big names there. Uh, Mark Recchi, I think he's in the top five in, is it points total in the history of the NHL? He's up there. I wish I knew. He's, he's way know. up there. He, he was a horse. Yeah. All through his career. So that's really great for, for Solani. Probably the, oh, yeah. would you say the best Finn of all time? I think the book is yet to be finalized on that and maybe won't be for a long time, but certainly of the first wave of European players, the first 20 years of of European players playing in the NHL, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any question. I think so, too. I, I would say that he is definitely, uh, yeah, I'm going to make that bold statement. I think that he is the best Finn of all time. Who do you think is the second best? Well, um, I have my favorites, who and pl- you, you do you, you do as well. Who played with Gretzky? Oh, in, in Edmonton? Yeah. Who was his line mate for forever there um, his name is escaping right right now he's a finn yeah uh yeah uh man people listening are like just shouting at their yeah. at their speakers they're, they're driving uh, they're driving down i-293 right now going you idiots yeah <laughs> you idiots <laughs> yeah it's um oh man it's right there why did you do that it's right there i mean i could look it up i've got a computer right here and this is a podcast so um <laughs> this is gonna burn when we get the name it's gonna hurt it's going to hurt badly. Uh, oh, Yari Curry. <laughs> oh, God. I'm sorry, Mr. Curry. Yeah. And I'm sorry to the people of Finland. Mm, I would probably say he was probably the, the best, or the se- or sorry, the second best Finn of all time. Sako Koivu would be up there, probably top five. I'd have to look at the points and stuff. I'd, I'm not sure, but yeah. Who do you think is the best Swede of all time? Because we've got... Alfredson's up there. We've got Forsberg. Forsberg, I think, would be my pick. I'd probably choose Forsberg as well. But there are so many. If you even go back a little farther, you know, unfortunately playing with bad teams for a while, but Borea Salming, you know, the first Swede, really. Uh, There are so many that go back through the last three decades. But I think Forsberg, all told, would be, Hmm. because what, two cups? Uh, At least. Yeah. At least, I think, yeah. Maybe more. Um, I guess I kind of, I didn't write these down. I'm totally not in the zone today. I have more stats to go over. Uh, sure, go ahead. I uh, just want to talk about goalies. So I, I, I looked at the best save percentage in the league, top five, and I used uh, at least four games. You had to play at least four games because uh-huh. we're only like, some teams have only played 14 games or whatever. So I said, okay, four games is for a backup is, that's eh, a pretty good sample size. So yeah. at least four games. All right. The best save percentage in the league is uh, Charlie Lindgren, <laughs> 0.964. Second is Dansk, 0.946. And third is Ryan Miller, 
Oh. 0.943. Really? With Anaheim, yeah. Uh, Carter Hutton has 0.943. And uh, Nilsson has 0.943. Now, they are all backups, <laughs> with except Miller, I would think, right? No, Miller's the backup. He's a backup? Yeah. Uh, so do any of them start some games that, well they obviously start some because they well, have these Lind- Lindgren's an AHL goalie yeah Danskin's an AHL goalie Carter Hutton's a backup Ryan Miller's a backup experienced backup uh and Nilsson is a backup kind of I saw uh, a bit of analysis on Lindgren mm-hmm. because I am what I am and they were talking about him being one out of one of the only three goalies currently playing in the NHL who catches with his right hand. Yeah, and who, who's the other one? Was it Hellebuck? Uh, uh, Mason? Uh, no. <laughs> we are terrible people. This is, we are, this is not going well. We are absolutely terrible people. But but the theory was that because he, he caught with the, with the right glove instead of the left glove, you know, his paddle side, his glove side are all opposite for shooters, and they're still trying to figure him out. They're hesitating. They're, they're getting yeah. the puck. They're looking up and like, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> and then, then they have to change their mind last I was going to go glove side, but yeah. ooh, that's stick side. Oh, man. <laughs> um, if we move on to goals against average, it's pretty similar, actually. Uh, Lindgren, 1.24. Carter Hutton, 1.71. Dansk, 1.78. Corey Crawford, who's played 14 games so far, so great sample size, 1.87. Wow. And then Ryan Miller, 1.87. So it's great to see Ryan Miller move into a backup role. He's been he was a starter his entire career. He, he played internationally with, with USA. Mm-hmm. I think he got a silver medal. Um, yeah, in 2010. Yep. Yeah. He's a one of the best U.S. goalies oh, yeah. in, in in history, if not maybe the best. I'm not. We'd, that's a discussion for another time. Uh, but he's got 1.87, uh, so he's doing great things. Uh, keeping with the stats trend, if we look at the teams as a whole, who do you think has the best power play in the league? Or do you have that written down too? I don't. <laughs> I don't, and I, I'm trying to guess. Uh, th- think of a good guess. Who made the Who made the biggest... Moves in the off season. What team? What team brought in some pretty big powerhouses? Dallas. Yeah, Dallas. They have uh, a thirty-one point two percent on oh, the power wow. play, That's and the, the league average is around eighteen. Wow! So it's it's really really great. Wow! Uh, penalty kill, LA ninety-one point five percent. That's really good. Um, goals per game, Tampa Bay with four. Uh, are we surprised? Yeah, <laughs> that would have been my guess. Yeah, goals against per game. Ooh. I think it's... This one's going to surprise you, I think. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I, I know you don't watch a lot of West. There's your hint. It's a West team. Okay, it's a West team. Well, it's definitely not Calgary. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. San Jose. Oh. Yep. Oh. 2.33. As I, I started to watch them. The second favorite team, I watch them as much as I can. But uh, after I did the trap video, I I tried to figure out what system they use the most. I still don't know what system they use the most. They're kind of one of those hybrid teams that kind of move around. Maybe uh, that's they the block, problem. They block a ton of shots. Oh yeah, a ton of shots. It's unbelievable. Uh, so uh, yeah, they're. I think they're on a five-game winning streak or something crazy like that. They're they're doing really well. So uh, I love to see that. Yeah. Uh, milestones. This is a new one that we haven't talked about. Two big milestones coming up. Patrick Marlowe's got uh, 1,095 points, so he's five away from 1,100 points. And Cam Ward is, has 297 wins. He's three away from 300 wins. Oh, so, that's, that's great. Yeah, uh, two, two, mile, two very important milestones for two great guys there. And in Cam Ward's case, I think he's played his entire career with Carolina. Hasn't he, he has, and he's just, he's just transitioned to, um, I guess you could call him a backup um, because Scott Darling is, I believe, getting most of the starts. I think so, yeah. And I mean, Cam Ward's okay with that. He, he, he was vocally okay with that. Uh, so you know that's that's great. That's that's the uh, situation you want to have mm-hmm. uh, when when your backup goalie is okay with being a backup goalie who used to be your career, your starter for <laughs> the past fifteen year, ten years, or whatever. <laughs> uh, Jason Sabetza, we heard about this last night on the, uh, the on the broadcast. He his name is in the rumor in the rumor mill, and Dallas is in a tough position with him because he's making seven point five per year. And he has still has another year left. He still has another year left. Yeah. He's 34. But the thing is with his contract, he's got a no-movement clause within the season. So they can't trade him during this regular season without his consent. So they'd either have to wait till the season ends and then trade him or deal with him. I think they just have to deal with him because no one's going to take on that contract. No. So no. It, it sucks. I like Jason Spezza. Yeah. Uh, but 
he's in a he's in a tough spot right now. I it's going to be interesting to see where he goes and for how much uh, in twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> um, speaking of overplayed players, Kovalchuk. Oh yeah. So he's eligible to come back to the NHL uh, July first of next year. Mm-hmm. I have I have a question for you. Actually, I have two questions for you. Okay. Number one, as a Canadians fan, would you want to see Kovalchuk sign with the Canadians? He scored twenty goal, uh, twenty goals in thirty games so far in the KHL. Do you think that uh, Montreal should or would take a gamble on him? And depending on how you answer this, it'll a- answer my next question. Well, I probably would have said no deal on the Radulov experiment, but that turned out to be fantastic. But Radulov is a different player than Kovalchuk. Right. Uh, and I think the best part about Radulov wasn't so much the numbers. It was the, the guts and the, the spirit. En- the enthusiasm. Yeah. I don't think Kovalchuk has any of that. Oh. I, well, I don't think he has. No. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. Some players are just more reserved. I don't think Shea Weber has it either, you know, but I like him. Um, I would say it would depend on the price. I think he's making 5.5 this year in the KHL. I have no idea. I think that's what it is. It's not bad money. And that's about the top... I think he's actually the highest played, paid player in the KHL. Wow. Most of them, there's very few actually that are in seven figures. He is uh, one of them, obviously, but there's only about 15 or 20 that are in seven figures. Most of them are making, you know, 750, 800,000. What's the tax implications in Russia? Who knows? For salaries. <laughs> how many guys you have to pay off so you won't get your car blown up? I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know how it works over there. Um, so if it was a reasonable price like three million bucks or something i'd definitely go for it but i don't think i'd pay him five or more yeah i uh, i guess the second question is do you think you should be allowed back in the nhl based on your first answer i'm going to assume your answer is yes yeah i i would say if, if he serves his time you know the, the calendar flips over enough times that he's <laughs> eligible again fine that's what the rules are he okay. didn't make the rules he's just taking advantage of them if he does so yeah i i might not like the rule but if it's there yeah I don't think he should be allowed back in the, in the NHL without a penalty. I think he should be penalized. He, wow. sh- he shouldn't be allowed to make any more than a million dollars per year for the first two years. That's my stipulation. That's my penalty. Really? It, and it it's a penalty to him financially, but it's a it's a plus for any team that signs him because you're getting a cold check for a million dollars. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I mean, to figure out the eco- economics of that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to punish him. Well, oh maybe maybe the. Here's, here's, here's what happens. Maybe the team has to pay. Uh, he only gets a million, but the team has to pay uh, New Jersey se- six other million or seven million or whatever. New Jersey gets the financial benefit. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. All right. Yeah. That could work out good. Write that up. We'll sign Boom. it uh, later. NHL, call me. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get her done. Kyle Turris scored his first goal as a Predator last night. He also got an assist. He did. So he had a great game. He did. And that was a, a wild, wild game. Pittsburgh scored first. Nashville came back, went up 3-1. Pittsburgh came back. Uh, it's just back and forth, back and forth. Went to overtime, which was shootout. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy game. Crazy game. And I guess you have that written down there for us to talk about later. But I do. Yeah. I do. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, great to see Tyle Curris. Uh, Tyle Curris. Man, I am not in the zone whatsoever today. Kyle Turris. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, I thought that I would trigger you a little bit and just with a name. Paul Romanek. Okay. Is it my turn now? I, I have written down oh, good. Paul Romanek rant. Paul Romanek rant. <laughs> I was hoping is, you could go on a rant. Well, okay. What I will do is talk a little bit about my Twitter last night. Right. You know, I, and, and no one, a few people liked it, but no one replied to it or <laughs> took me to task. We were watching, and it's a little joke that Neil and I have when we're watching the Canadians play and Paul Romanek is the announcer on Sportsnet. It's, it's, we don't drink really, so it's not a drinking game, but... It's almost uh, uh, not a competition, but a guessing game as to when he's going to say the thing. <laughs> the thing that's not his thing. The thing that's not his thing. Paul Romanuk and me share one thing in common. We're both big fans of Danny Gallivan, who was Montreal's premier announcer on television in the 60s and 70s. Rest his soul. I love Danny Gallivan because he had a lot of interesting ways of saying things. Mm-hmm. One of them was to describe a broken play mm-hmm. when a player passes a puck towards another player and it doesn't make it to the other player. And Danny Gallivan would say, there was a failure to negotiate contact. 
Now, if any other announcer said it, it would sound odd. Silly, yeah. Silly. But Danny Gallivan could say things that other announcers could not and make it sound cerebral and thoughtful. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I will give Romanek credit. He did. Uh, oh, what did he say? He said something that we actually liked last night. Yeah, shambolic. Shambolic, yeah. He said that, oh, the play along the boards there was shambolic. I love that. Yeah. And uh, Paul, if you're listening, and you probably aren't and never will, shambolic, I declare that to be your word. I agree. You can use it every game that you broadcast, but please stop saying failure to negotiate contact because that's not your phrase. It's Danny Gallivan's phrase. You are not Danny Gallivan. You will never be Danny Gallivan. Mm. And just by saying a, a, a string of words that he used to string together doesn't make you even fit to stand in the shadow of Danny Gallivan's headstone. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, he says it once a game. Once a game. And it's, it's just, and it's only once. Yep. And but, it, it, sometimes it's in the first period, sometimes it's in the third yeah. period, but he always says it, and he always says it once. Last night it was in the first, yeah. I think about four minutes to go, yeah. and and he's just, he's it's almost sitting there, you yeah. know. And, he's just waiting for it. Yeah, so if you ever are in Las Vegas and you want to do a sports bet of some kind, and yeah. you, you know, because you can bet on anything, right? Ask a bookie to give you odds on whether... <laughs> <laughs> On whether Paul Romanek is going to say fail to negotiate contact and take that bet yeah, because a, you're going to win on big a TSN money. broadcast of a Canadian yeah, game. You're going to win money, yeah. guaranteed. <laughs> I, I just I like I like a lot of the things that uh, Romanek does. I like when he calls the game. I like he, I like his calls. He's good. He is it's very just good. some of the things he says uh, are a bit annoying. Oh, yeah. Last night he was having a conversation. While the play was going on, about, yeah. uh, it doesn't even matter what it was about. I don't, even, I don't know the name of the other guy. I think it was Jason York, but I'm not really sure. Yeah, and I like both of those. I like Jason York. Yeah. Uh, but they were having a conversation because uh, they kind of had a, a disagreement that wasn't really a disagreement, and they were laughing about it and, and joking back and forth for probably a minute and a half while play was going on. Yeah. Like, come on, guys. No. Like, I, 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 lo- I love that you guys have personality. You guys are funny. But call the game because that's your job, right? Yeah. So you're a play-by-play announcer, not a shoot-the-poop announcer. <laughs> you know. So just talk about the game, please. Yeah. And when there's a whistle and a stoppage in play, throw in your crazy Gord Miller stat. Com- you know, completely. about how many rainy Wednesdays there've been. You know, since Jeremy <laughs> Jagger started playing hockey. I don't know. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. And, and what about the the changing of pronunciations of names? Oh, this is crazy. Uh, Montreal's defenseman number twenty-two, who I've, I've always called Carl. Alsner. Yeah, that's how I say it too. Carl Alsner. Alsner. And for the first time he mentioned his name last night, it was Romanuk like, said Alsner. Yeah, it was right at the start of the game yeah. or warm ups or something. Within the first minute. And yeah. I said to you, I said, oh, look, he's back to Alsner. And then literally a minute and a half later, he says Alsner. Yeah. <laughs> and then said Alsner for the rest of the game. <laughs> Make up your mind. Yeah, because I mean, I don't claim to be. Uh, even close to being an expert on how to pronunciate names. People who watch this channel know that or listen to this channel, I guess if they only listen to podcasts. Um, I am very bad at pronouncing names, but I'm allowed to be because I'm an amateur, I'm a fan, and it's not my job. He's a play-by-play announcer. His job is to say names on TV. If he's going to say a name, then he's got to stick with it. Yeah. If he's going to say name, he's got to make sure he says it right. Yeah. So... And maybe Alsner is right. And that's the thing. If Alsner's right... Great. Just don't say Alsner in yeah. the first minute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good grief. Do, pick pick something, you know. I was watching the highlights from the Pittsburgh game, and I don't know what broadcast it was. It was Fox. No, it wasn't Fox. It was... Who does the, who does the ones with the annoying uh, bars at the top that are really colorful? Uh, it might be Root. I don't... Or Roots. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, whoever was doing that name was pronouncing Sherry, Sherry. His, the how we used to pronounce it, Shiri. Right. Now he wants it pronounced Sherry. Well, he was still pronouncing it Shiri. Ooh. So uh, slap on the wrist for that guy. I don't Ooh. know who he was, but yeah. Tis, You've tis. been told. <laughs> um, well, thanks for giving me that opening. No problem. I, I like venting about broadcasting a lot because it's a thing I'm interested in. Yeah. And it's just been driving me nuts. Because you want to go on a few more rants, I think. Oh, I do. Yeah. Like, you know, the, the other regular announcer in regional games... Uh, which is John Bartlett. Yeah. Uh, gains the line. 
You know, every time someone game. crosses the blue line, he gains the line. He gained it? <laughs> Does he take it home with him at the end of the day? Hey, honey, look, I got six blue lines here that I picked up tonight. I gained them all. <laughs> oh. uh, and half boards. He's, oh, that, he's bad for that one, half yeah, boards. Half boards and half wall. Half wall. The half wall. It's, it, the wall's never been higher. Yeah. It, it's never been called the wall because it's not a wall. It's not a wall. It's not called walling when you get yeah. two minutes for walling. Look at the NHL rule book. Two minutes for walling. It's the boards. The boards. Two minutes for boarding. Come on, get with it. It's not called half ball. Half yeah. ball. It's not called half boards. Just stop the madness. Even if they're not made of wood anymore, they're still boards. Yes. It's okay. St- yes. You can say the boards, even if it's fiberglass or some sort of composite. Yeah. It's the boards. It is in no way a wall. It's not a wall. Never was have, a wall. No. And if it's not a wall, you can't have half a wall either. Mm. It's not half a wall. And they've all decided to change how they say periods. No one oh. says... Um, the second period. The no second one says period. that. It's now period number two. Period number two. Period number one. Yeah. I have three kids, let's say. I don't, but let's say, you know, I have child number one, my oldest. I have child number two. No, you don't say it that way. You have my first kid, my second kid, my third <laughs> exactly. kid. Exactly. Um, and the other thing that drives me absolutely bonkers is when they say the National Hockey League, oh, they yeah. string it all out. Uh, Craig Button's bad for that. And a mm. whole bunch of these broadcasts, National Hockey League, <laughs> and National Hockey League. Now they just, you know, we could just say the NHL. Everyone yeah. knows what that means. Exactly. It's more efficient, but no, you got to say the National Hockey League. You got to chew it. You got to <laughs> chew it and eat it. It's about 15 calories each time you say it. <laughs> Why? Why? It's because they hear each other doing it. This totally. is my biggest problem it's with a, broadcasters is it, they don't think for themselves. That's it, a perfect example of the word we probably hate the most active stick Ooh. that's a pierre mcguire yeah one active stick and others have picked it up oh everyone uses it now yeah that's active insane. stick and i've seen active feet active. i even talked about active feet active it's feet. hockey it's <laughs> hockey bozo guess what there's not a hockey player in the national hockey league who ha- doesn't have active feet <laughs> because if you just stand there like i would i'm probably not getting drafted yeah probably not <laughs> Uh, that was a good rant. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna trigger better. you at least once a podcast <laughs> for a good laugh. I love it. Um, some big news. It's not official, but um, Jason has a week on vacation coming up. Jason of the channel, of post to post. No, oh. I'm gonna go visit him in Fredericton. I believe is the plan right now. And this coming Saturday, uh, we are going to try very hard to road trip to Ottawa Ooh. to see the Ottawa Senators play the Arizona Coyotes. So we get to see Duchesne. Get to see Carlson. Get to see uh, Keller. So uh, it's, I'm pretty excited. It's going to be an afternoon game, right. which means we're going to have to leave Friday afternoon uh-huh. or Friday night and drive all night, uh, see the game, stay somewhere Saturday night, and then come back Sunday. <laughs> wow. But, uh, well, that sounds like fun. Tickets are cheap. It's not going to cost a lot in gas. So eh, why not? We've got the time. Might as well go do it. It'd be, make a, a good video. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to vlog the entire thing. Uh, I'm going to try and do an intro, maybe, at the beginning of the game once we get in their seats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it uh, should, be, should be interesting. I, I'm, I'm excited, but I'm not at the same time because I don't know if it's going to happen for sure. Yeah, so. you don't want to get too, uh, yeah. too jumpy and then have a big letdown. Yeah, exactly. Right on. Um, upcoming post-to-post podcast. Uh, it's, it's in the works. We mentioned it at... Uh, the last two contest videos, we mentioned that we were going to do something else. Uh, it's coming very soon, probably next week. So we're going to give away a whole bag of stuff Ooh. sponsored by Lids. Lids is, is going to sponsor this giveaway. Uh, so I can't tell you exactly what it's what the contest is going to be, although I've kind of already told you if you've watched the other videos. Um, I can't tell you what the prizes are going to be, and you won't know even when we make the video. I'm just going to show you the bag full of stuff, and there's a lot of stuff in there. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. And there's there's more to the prize than just stuff. It's a it's got a purpose. Uh, so a little little hint to, to the future. So. And I believe I think your intention at one point was that some of the stuff in the bag would be customized to the preferences of the winner. Um, that's the way it was for the previous oh, contest. Okay. This one will not be customized oh, for the winner. Nope. Just generic just, stuff. It's going to be generic stuff, and that's for a reason because it's uh, yeah. uh, the prize has a purpose. So. Oh, okay. but it's good stuff because it's, oh, it's coming good from lids. That's going to be good stuff. Oh yeah, there's, yeah, it's good stuff, and there's uh, going to be stuff from my personal collection. There's going to be all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's it's going to be a whole big giant bag of of goodies. Don't give so, away any of my stuff. Um, I'll try. <laughs> 
None of your stuff is in there. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, all my stuff's going to be your stuff anyway when I kick off. But yeah, and uh, sticking with the post to post trend, figured we I'd share some numbers with you. Kind of talked about analytics in that twenty thousand video that we did the other day. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and sixty six videos we've done, which means More I've, than. I've accomplished my goal. The goal was three hundred sixty five videos in three hundred sixty five days. It's been. I don't know how how many days left in the year, like uh, probably forty. Yeah, forty five or something like that, or whatever. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah, so yeah, forty five. Three hundred and sixty six videos, two point nine million views, almost at three million there. Uh, as of when I wrote this down, twenty thousand nine hundred nineteen subscribers, almost at twenty one thousand. Nine nineteen. Yeah, nine nineteen. So that's... maybe by the end of the day, we'd actually be twenty one twenty one hundred or twenty one thousand. I mean, <laughs> that is uh, remarkable and. It's been a good week. We've done this a few times. Every time we there's a milestone, I ask you to recount to me what your initial goal was when you started the channel for the first year. Yep, January January one. My my goal was 365 videos in 365 days, and I think best case scenario is 500 subscribers. 500 subscribers. I thought, and even I thought that was a, a little ambitious to be honest. I wasn't even sure if I was going to hit that. I was, I was I was realistically thinking between two and 300. Hmm. Hope, really hoping for 500, and we're sitting at 21,000. <laughs> so that's crazy. <laughs> that's nuts. So if it's 366 videos, not including the other work that we've done on More Post to Post. If you're not aware of More Post to Post, it's our second channel. Uh, we talk other sports on there. There's vlogs, there's movie reviews, there's all kinds of stuff on there. Uh, we've done 17 videos on More Post to Post, and that has 210,000 views total on that channel. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, and that the sub count on that channel, 2855. So we're almost at 3,000 on that channel. So not only did I get 500 subscribers on one channel, I almost have 3,000 on, on another channel, which is great. And I know a lot of those subscribers come from mm-hmm. two people subscribing to, or one person subscribing to, to two channels there. But uh, if you are interested in other sports or the second channel, we have a video coming. Uh, it's either releasing today or tomorrow. I haven't decided yet. Uh, we talked about the NFL stadiums. We ranked them, the right. NFL stadiums. So it should get quite a bit of views and interest because there's a lot of NFL fans out there. I made the apology in the video from the mistakes I made from the first NFL video on the channel. Uh, that's that's yeah. really one of the reasons why I made that video is just to apologize. But and then our third channel, uh, which not many people know about. Oh yeah. And oh, this I'm is sure sweet. there's a few people watching or listening right now, thinking they have a third channel. A third channel. What what's, the heck? What's going on? It's called Canadians Try Stuff. It's not hockey or sport related whatsoever. It's food related. Uh, there's two videos on the channel, 445 views, 87 subscribers oh, so yeah. far. There's there's one, two, three videos already filmed for it. Uh, the first two videos is blindfolded pudding taste test and blindfolded uh, pop or soda taste test. It's if you're looking for a laugh, there's it's not filtered, so there's swearing. It's I'm not in any of the two first two videos or any of the next three videos. It's just uh, my friends, uh, but. It's it's funny. It's 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 a good laugh. But yeah, if you're, if you're interested, Canadians try stuff. It's in the description, I think. <laughs> if not, search it on YouTube. Oh, nice. Um, that's that's all I got until I go over this week on the channel and next week I'll save okay. that until the end. Well, uh, quickly back to your stats discussion about team standings. Mm. You covered off all the really good ones, but I thought I would add a couple. Uh, the team with the most points in the league so far is Tampa Bay with 28. Right. Uh, they also have the most regulation and overtime wins with 12. So they are leading that category. Tampa Bay is also leading in home record. They're 7-1-1 one, and one at home. Mm. And they also have the best road record at 6-1-1. and one. Very close to them is St. Louis that has a 6-2-1 and one road record, but with one more loss, uh, wouldn't be quite as good as Tampa. St. Louis was expected to, good, to do good this year. Uh, but they're kind of flying under the radar, as weird as that sounds to say, leading the West. Uh, but they're just not getting a lot of attention because I don't I don't really know why they're not getting a lot of attention. I, guess I think it's the market they're in. I just don't think St. Louis is a big market. And, and every team with a bigger media market, or every city, rather, with a bigger media market. I mean, uh, Tampa Bay doesn't have a big media market. They're all over the place. I don't think they're getting a lot of attention, though, outside. In the league, they are, but, but I don't think they're... Uh, no one's talking about them, I don't think. I'm not. You're not? I hear all kinds of people talking about Tampa. I yeah. don't hear anyone talking about St. Louis. Hmm. I think they're just a sleeper. 
Yeah. As weird as that sounds to say. Well, they were a bit of a sleeper last night. Let's not talk about it. <laughs> they got hosed yeah, by the Islanders 5-2. I, I was not happy about that. And that leads, segues us into uh, last night's scores and uh, yeah. hit us, so on. Hit us with it. So we'll start with the Islanders. Uh, Blues came 5-2. Uh, Braden Shen, Scotty Upshaw scored for St. Louis. Uh, Jake Allen took the loss, though, let in five. Uh, Islanders got lots of blended and, and broad uh, talent scoring there. Sezikis, Eberle, Hosang, Lee, and Tavares. Hosang got his first goal of the season. Well, they called him back up on an emergency basis, I yeah. believe. Finally, yeah. I don't know how you, I don't know why he sent him down to begin with. He was, he was struggling a little bit, but man, watching him at the end of last year, yeah, that kid was on fire. Yeah, so I'm glad to see him back up in the, in the NHL. Yeah. Uh, also, other games, the Nashville Predators beat Pittsburgh 5-4. We talked about that a little bit earlier, so I'll get it out of the way. Um, losing goalie for Pittsburgh was Tristan Jarry. Did you see the highlight where he uh, exited the net to get the puck? No. He, between the blue line and the, and the net is where he met the opposing player, and he fell down or whatever, and uh, the next Pittsburgh Penguin, or the next Nashville player came in and he was sliding out to the blue line at this point. He stuck out his leg and he tripped him. He was literally out at the blue line. <laughs> and he got a penalty for tripping, I think. Uh, but, uh, it was funny. That's his second overtime loss. You know? So he's actually come out with a point. Doing better than Niemi. In the, yeah, that's right. Who has uh, two games. an average of 6.47 goals against. I believe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. yeah. Too bad they wouldn't ask that question on Jeopardy if you're on there. Yeah. Uh, Pekka Rene got the win in that game. Another quick game, uh, it would happen very late, and I know very little about all the goings-on, but Winnipeg uh, beat Arizona 4-1. I think it was late. Uh, I didn't get down to get all the details out of that game, but good for Winnipeg. Yeah. And uh, it's typical for Arizona. So Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Chicago beat Carolina 4-3 in overtime. Uh, Brandon Saad got the overtime goal. Uh, Forsberg was the winning goalie. Scott Darling for Carolina. Was, had the loss. That must have hurt a little extra hard for him because that's his former team. He's yeah, playing against. yeah, yeah. But he did get a point, you know, so it did go into he's overtime. A good, he's a great goalie. I think he's very underrated. One yeah. of my favorites. Skinner scored again. McGinn got two. Um, Debrinket got two. I don't, the name doesn't ring a bell with oh. me. Yeah. He's not bad. I, yeah. I hope I said his name right. I believe he did. Okay. Minnesota beat Philly one nothing. Uh, Elliot took the loss. Uh, Zucker got the goal, his ninth of the season, and uh, Devin Dubnik, Dubnik got the shutout. Is that two in a row? I don't know. Because they just beat Mon- they just showed up Montreal. So yeah. In the meantime, they played on mm-hmm. that was Thursday night. Well, they wouldn't have played Friday and then Saturday again. So well, that's true. Yeah, two such shutouts that in a row. That would be two. And they lost. No, Toronto beat them the night before that, right? The four-two or yeah. something. I think yeah. Three-two or yeah. Alrighty, uh, the Devils beat the Panthers 2-1. Palmieri and Severson got the goals. Schneider got the win. Uh, Bukestad got the goal for Florida, and Reimer took the loss there. Columbus beat Detroit 2-0 in a shootout. Uh, Athanasiu got the Detroit goal, and Panarin got the Columbus uh, goal. before. The, I don't know who scored in the shootout, but it ended in a 1-1 tie, right. obviously. Uh, but Athanasiu has been... Uh, well, they took forever to get him back at the lineup. They yeah. had cap issues and stuff. He's getting caught up. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing good. Uh, now, we t- uh, mentioned earlier in the podcast, or you did, that we'd be talking a little bit about the Sweden games. Right, yes. And uh, we know now that Ottawa defeated Colorado in both games. Mm. In the first game, it was overtime on the Friday afternoon yep. game, afternoon hour time. In the Saturday afternoon game, uh, they beat them again, this time in regulation, 4-3. Hoffman got two goals. Aduya got a goal, which was a very pretty one from the point. It was, yeah. And, uh, of course, being in front of his own mm. uh, crowd, that was uh, awesome for him. So I'm really happy for him. Uh, Anderson got the win with only eight saves because, of course, they pulled Condon. So. Yeah, and, and Condon only had 10 shots, I think, at the time. Three goals and 10 shots. Yeah. And two of the goals wasn't his fault. Uh, Colorado just... And they just didn't have a lot of offense that game. The game was close, thanks to Jonathan Bernier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched the better part of both of those games, and uh, that was a good experiment. I I was anticipating crazy fans after some of the heat that came into this channel yeah. from Sweden. All the, all the bragging from yeah. hundreds of, well, not hundreds, <laughs> I would say probably, I about, I about 50 fans oh. uh, commented, 
throwing in our face that Swedish fans are better than American fans or North American fans, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looked pretty sedate it, in Stockholm. It was pretty quiet. <laughs> Very quiet. And it looked like uh, an NHL game, maybe even quieter. Quieter than an NHL game. Because I guess a lot of people there from Sweden aren't invested in one or the other of those two teams. They're not going crazy because neither of the team is the team they cheer for. So they're not going to mm. make banners and occupy standing room and make total dings of themselves. You know, they're just going to sit there and watch the game, mm. which uh, I wonder how that felt to actually watch the game and not be the game. Mm. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Speaking of Sweden, yeah, someone made the comment on our SHL video because we talked about the sports bible or whatever that news site is in sweden who called us americans mm -hmm. and they said uh there's, there's no reason to be offended that's just what we call everyone from north america is americans and i said i understand that however if europe wasn't called europe and it was called i don't know the union of britain and we called you brits how would you feel because there's a country mm -hmm. called you know Britain or whatever, uh, England, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so how would you feel, basically? I, I get their point, I guess, because... Oh, we, I understand. Yeah. Like, if we call them Europeans... Which is fine. It would be accurate. Uh, yeah. And if they call us... And this, I guess this is the issue. There are... Uh, I think there's only one country in all of the Americas. That's North America and South America that has the word America in its name, mm -hmm. the United States of America. So they've, I'm not going to say stolen, but they have commanded, they have uh, taken over the name America right. for themselves, not consciously. It's not like they sat around in 1776 <laughs> and said, we'd like to be the only Americans. Yeah. But we are all, I guess, because we live in either North or South America, you could look at it as uh, us I, being American. Totally, and I, I, I understand that. We live in, Canada is in North America, Technically, we're Americans, I guess. But if 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 Europe was called the Union of Britain and Sweden was in the Union of Britain and we called them Brits, they'd be like, mm, we're not Brits. Oh, we're I, Swedes. Yeah, they would be completely uh, opposed to whatever we call them unless we called them Swedes. Hmm. And you go back far enough, you know, in the past, you know, we're going back 100, 200, 300 years when borders were different. Yeah. Uh, Norway and Sweden might have been one country under one kingdom maybe. at one time. And maybe Finland, part of Finland was part of Russia and then part of the Scandinavia. <laughs> and uh, There's a lot of bad feelings that go on long after the people themselves are oh, totally. dead and buried. Uh, look at the, uh, the Czechs and the Slovaks as a perfect example. It was a country that was never created by those people. It was imposed on them by other empires that decided, oh, let's put these people all together. Yeah. And in the, in the uh, reverse of that, you've got the Kurds in uh, Western Asia. There are some Kurds who live in Turkey. There are some Kurds who live in Iraq, in Iran, mm -hmm. in Syria, in other uh, former Soviet countries. But there's no Kurdistan. They've been broken up amongst all. A lot of them want a country of their own. They've, they can't get one. Yeah. Because none of the other countries want to <laughs> give up land, that's you know, to these Kurds. That's unfortunate. Yeah. So, you know, no one's really always happy. If the worst thing that happens to me is that they call me an American, I can probably live with that. Uh, I wasn't offended. It was no, just, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you remember when you made the remark that it's not Czech Republic anymore, it's Czechia? Yeah. Uh, some people from Czech Republic actually commented and said, yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't call it that. Well, we, we still say the Czech Republic. I read one comment that says, yeah, we all hate that. No, no one uses it since they made the change. Yeah. They did make the change. Someone did. Uh, obviously, there are people who aren't happy with that. Mm. But it is It'd be like, official. Hmm. hmm. How, I'm trying to think of another country that you could remove a, a, a name from. Like, I don't know. What, what's, a, what's, a two, what's a two word name of a country? That you could remove. Well, you've got uh, the Dominican Republic. Maybe you just call it the Dominican. Yeah. Or Dominican. Or, but you can't call it Dominica because there's already a country called Dominica. <laughs> it's a little island in the Caribbean. Yeah. Or Dominica, they call it, some of them. But uh, yeah, yeah things, get, things get testy. <laughs> Anyways, it's totally off topic. Yeah. How do we get on? I have oh, no the, the game in Sweden. The game in Sweden. Yeah. <laughs>
And we're totally sober, folks. Yeah. This just happens all the time. All righty. Uh, a few more games to talk about from last night. Uh, only three more. Montreal Canadiens beat Buffalo 2-1 in overtime. Uh, Pat already got a what I think is a beauty, mm, a, a gift, cool. and, and a gift that he turned into a beauty. Uh, and also Andrew Shaw directed or uh, redirected a shot uh, to get a goal of his own. Uh, I thought Montreal was badly outplayed the first couple of periods before they decided to show up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were playing Buffalo, the second to last or second to worst team in the entire league, and they barely managed to beat them in overtime. That doesn't say much. No, uh, not at all. If they you're w- a Montreal fan. They weren't playing well at all. And you have to think about Shea Weber and Jonathan Drouin almost didn't play the game. Yeah. Would, have Montre- would Montreal have won that game without Jonathan Drouin and Shea Weber? Well, probably not because Jonathan Drouin basically scored the first goal. You got an assist for yeah. the first goal. Yeah, that's the one that Shaw tipped. Mm. Uh, that's right. Uh, Drouin was, it's funny, Montreal as a team isn't playing well. Individual players, some of them are playing very well. And Drouin is one of them. He is a joy to watch. He is becoming my favorite Montreal Canadian. Actually, at this point, he is my favorite person, my favorite player on the Montreal Canadiens, mm-hmm. like by far. Shea Weber would be second, but it's not even a close second. I'm a big fan of Charlie Lindgren. Oh, yeah. I think anyone is now. Charlie boy. Old he, Charlie boy. He's amazing. <laughs> he's he's flipping and flopping, and there's there's leather flying everywhere, and he seems to get the... Uh, he gives up huge rebounds, scary-looking rebounds, but he's all over the place. It's like a Tim Thomas meets Hasek meets whatever, <laughs> you know, just stuff going everywhere, and he, the puck's not going in the net. Maybe because he's catching with his right hand. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Meanwhile, the goalie coach is on the bench. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> But uh, it'll 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 settle down. He'll come out yeah. of that. And he's finding ways. You know, it's uh, six and one now. I think his record is. Uh, yeah, six yeah. and one. Yeah, six and right. one. That's amazing. He did have a loss, three nothing, to Minnesota the other night. But uh, he bounced back. He's he's shown mm. already that he's a bounce back kind of goalie, which yeah. is great. Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs are back on their horse. Even without Austin Matthews. Uh, yeah, they they're beat Boston 4-1. They're actually playing pretty well. That's five in a row, games, I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Uh, McElhenney got the win for them because I think they were playing their second game in two nights. So I think the, Boston... Did you say they're on a five-game winning streak? I thought I did. Hmm. I thought I did. Maybe they are. I don't know. Um, I can tell you. Toronto won four. Sorry. So it's a four-game four winning game streak. streak. Okay. Okay. Still pretty good. Yeah. All right. Sorry, I didn't mean to no. interrupt you there. <laughs> no problem. So with no Matthews, they did, they did get goals from Marlowe, another one in his uh, long collection. Uh, Mitch Marner, Morgan Riley, and uh, JVR uh, got goals. Hmm. Uh, Rask took the loss. And finally, the poor Edmonton Oilers still getting uh, stepped on. The Rangers in their sixth or seventh win in a row uh, with Nick Rick behind Rick Nash's two goals beat... Uh, Nick Rash. <laughs> Nick Rash. I've got a Nick Rash. It's getting very itchy. Uh, Rick Nash. I'm sorry about that. They beat Edmonton 4-2. to two. Uh, Edmonton got goals from McDavid and Pugliarvi. Uh Cam Talbot took the loss. And they just called up Pugliarvi too, Yeah, I believe. They called him back up. So uh, it's good to see him in on some goals. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully he didn't get any Rick Nash. Uh, what do you say? Nick Rash. Nick Rash. <laughs> Another quick topic uh, that I'd like to raise uh, quickly. Well, maybe, no, maybe let's let's back up just a bit. Uh, Yager got his first goal. Oh, good. Uh, recently, yeah, it's a game between Calgary and Detroit. Yager got a goal and an assist. Oh, that's awesome. I, that I will fully admit I have not watched a Calgary game in probably the past ten game. Oh, yeah, past ten days. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I apologize. I need to watch Calgary game soon. Now, I have some interesting stats that I've dug up on this assist that he got. And it's not a stat about the assist, but it's. About the this specific assist. This specific assist. Okay. He assisted on Mark Jankowski's goal. Mark Jankowski was born in September of 1994. So Yager would have already won two Stanley Cups? Two Stanley Cups. He was 23 years old. Counting playoffs and regular season, he already had 146 goals. He had 225 assists for a total of 371 points. <laughs> he amassed all of that, which is would be a career for most NHL players before the guy who received his pass was even born. Was even born. <laughs> I think that is nuts. That's unbelievable. Nuts. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and Jankowski went uh, 2012 first round by, for Calgary. He was down, in, down quite a ways in the round because Calgary drafted uh, late that season. But hmm. 
Yeah, two Stanley Cups already, and the guy wasn't even born. We are approaching the point where the people coming into the league will be born not in the 90s anymore. Yeah. It's, That's weird. It is weird. Well, the next draft will be 2018. Yep. And guess what? Yeah. You can't be, you know, some people will still be born in the 90s, but some will be born in the new millennium. I don't, I uh, don't, my brain doesn't work with that. I no. can't comprehend that. I can't believe that that much time has passed. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're a lot younger than me. Yeah. You were talking, was it, what were we talking about the other day where you said, oh, we're talking about music because you used to listen to music and the classic music was from the 50s. And now, what was the difference between, Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was 15 years. It was 15 years. I was listening to music in the mid-70s that were from the 1950s. Yeah. And thought that was such a long time ago. <laughs> and now it's 2017. And we were talking about a TV show in particular called Call to Glory. Right. Call to Glory was a show about the Air Force and families. I think it was on ABC back around 1984, 85, 83, around there. And it was set in the 1950s out in California at an Air Force base that eventually became Edwards Air Force Base. And watching it in 1983, it seemed like such a long time ago. Well, from 83 to now is even longer. Yeah. <laughs> and that's taking me some time to deal with that. Yeah. Another quick story that is just breaking, uh, the KHL is now contemplating not allowing its players to go to the Olympics. Can you say that a story is just breaking when you have it on paper? It's just breaking. But you uh, have it on paper. Yeah. Well, so it, it's, look, not, it's not even typed. It's handwritten. Oh, it's handwritten. It's handwritten. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just breaking since the last podcast. Right. Okay. That's what I meant. Yeah. I, I did. I did kind of hear about this. So uh, that's going to be huge. Uh, it's huge implications for... Yeah. The hockey community and international hockey community in general. And I think people might, if they don't already know, they might want to know what's prompting this. Well, what's happening is the International Olympic Committee is going to decide in December whether to allow Russia in the Olympics in the first place because there was so much widespread doping right. in 2014 that the IOC is unbelievably faced with the terrible decision of whether to ban an entire country. I, if they do that... Russia, oh, yeah. please don't, please don't, don't do that. <laughs> and the KHL is in the position that they're saying, well, maybe mm. we'll ban you first. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, hey. Yeah. So if the KHL decides to not allow its players in mm. to the Olympics, similar to what the NHL has already decided. Right. Canada in particular, I don't know how this affects the other countries, but it affects Canada greatly because of the 25 players that Canada currently has on Team Canada, the prospective Olympic team, as it might be, at the Karyala Cup in Finland. So, okay, let's just... Okay, let me back. Just, just hold on for a second. We, we are approaching a Winter Olympics... In February. In February, with no NHL players. Right. And potentially no Russia. Right. That is an absolutely massive blow to the Olympic community. It is. That is... That's huge. That it, there's going to be hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people not, well, definitely millions of people not watching the mm -hmm. Winter Olympics because of maybe both of those reasons. And what the uh, KHL is saying is that if they decide to not let their players play in the Olympics, they're going to rejig their schedule to play during the Olympics. Good. Yeah. Good. That's <laughs> awesome. And the... the uh, as I was moving down this track here about how it affects Canada. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Of the 25 players presently identified as logical candidates to become Team Canada in the Olympics, 16 of them are in the KHL. Really? Really. Oh, my. Viewers will see this. Listeners won't. But I have a sheet here, and I have yellow highlighter across each of the names that's currently playing in the KHL. And this, is, this is the projected lineup for Team Canada? Yeah. I guess yep. it would be. that These are the players that have been playing in the Karyala Cup in Finland, okay. the last game of which I think is underway right now. Canada is 1-1. One and one. They beat, I think they beat Switzerland and lost to Finland or Sweden, I think. No, they play Finland today, but they're, they're fairly competitive, but they're certainly not dominating. Okay. And this could be the team 
Ben Scrivens is the goalie, uh, the, the lead goalie. Okay. And there are others, and I can share this list with you. I'm yep. not going to read them all, but... Can you read all the highlighted names? The ones that may not play? That are in the KHL? Yeah. Certainly. Uh, Wojciech Wolski, Brandon Kozen, Eric O'Dell, Lyndon Vey, Gilbert Brule, Matt Ellison, Quinton Howden, Ted Purcell, Rob Klinkenhammer, best hockey name ever, <laughs> uh, Carl Stollery, Che Genoway, Simon Depre, Jesse Blacker, Jeff Kinraid, Matt Robinson, and Ben Scrivens. Hmm. Scrivens himself is playing right now in the KHL for Salvat Yulayev. Interesting. In Ufa. I wonder if Aginla will play in the, in the, on the Team Canada if he doesn't get back in the NHL after thank, uh, U.S. Thanksgiving. He may. Another thing that may happen here, when the Olympics happen in February, the KHL maybe only has one month left. Any of these Canadians that have, let's say, a one-year contract, they're going to be faced with the decision to walk away from That's the balance true. of the contract in, in exchange for the opportunity to represent your country in the Olympics, I think that's hmm. a deal that a lot of them would take. That's a good point. Never thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I didn't think of it either. Eric Dehochek uh, raised that in The Athletic uh, in an article that he wrote. Hmm. Uh, the other players will have to come from teams in Switzerland, Sweden, and Germany. Right. And like he has he said, and, and it's a, something that didn't dawn on me, Canadians on short contracts, uh, you know, might be still open to being on the team. Hmm. So that's uh, something that may happen yet, mm. and we don't know. Get anything else? One more quick tidbit. I was on the bus earlier this week on my way to work. Right, right, yeah. And I'm sitting next to this lady who I knew from work for the last 10 years. I didn't know much about her, you know, family life. I've met her and her husband both, obviously. I've been to their, their home and uh, very nice folks. So we're sitting at the, on the bus, and she said, I'm so excited. Tomorrow I'm going to England for 10 days. And I said, really? What are you going to do in England in November? She said, I'm going to watch hockey. <laughs> I said, hockey? Nobody goes to England to watch hockey. No one goes to England to watch hockey. She says, well, my nephew plays in England, and we're going to watch him play. And he's got three games when we're there, including two home games, and I'm going to watch him. And I said, who's your nephew? And she said, it's Guillaume Doucette. And Guillaume Doucette plays for Milton Keynes in the EIHL. He's mm. third in the team in scoring, it turns out. He's from Moncton. And my bus, bus seatmate, uh, Louise, uh, she is his aunt. I think it uh, must be her brother's son, mm. I'm thinking, is how that works. So yesterday, the Milton Keynes Lightning played the Coventry Blaze, beat them 5-4 in overtime, and Guillaume Doucette scored the second goal in that yeah, game. That's awesome. Them. And they're playing again today in Manchester against the Manchester Storm. That Ooh. game will be underway in a couple of hours. And then they play again in a couple of days back home. And uh, my my friend and my former work colleague, Louise, is going to be in the, in, the, uh, in the stands watching her nephew play. That's cool. And it's funny because a, a year ago, if she told me that her... Nephew played yeah. in in the UK for, uh, for, you know, played hockey. I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. But I've heard of the team. I'm able to watch a little bit of their play. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to tr when they're, when we're done taping this uh, podcast, I'm going to go up and snoop around on the internet, see Ooh. if I can find it. Well, I have got all kinds of links for you because someone sent them to me. So nice. I'll share those with you. Very good. And I wish I knew your name if you're listening, so I could thank you. But unfortunately, yeah, I get like. 30 to 40 private messages and emails a day. So the <laughs> names all kind of run together at this point. Um, we are going to do, I mentioned this in the mail time video that has not released yet. Uh, we are going to do a mail time Christmas video. So there's a mail time video coming out probably tomorrow, which will be on Monday. And uh, it'll be our last mail time until Christmas. We are saving all the packages and all the letters after, or well, from now until Christmas. And we're going to do a big giant unboxing letter reading thing on Christmas. I have no idea how much we're going to have. So if you'd like to send a postcard or a letter, uh, we're going to do a big, big Christmas show. So if you're listening and you want to send something in, say hello. As this is a great opportunity. And uh, if you want something back, just make sure you, you let us know in the, in the letter and we'll send you a piece of mail back. We'd love to do that. Cool. So just wanted to add that. And now I want to go over to the weekend review on the channel as I've started to do. So Justin's weekly NHL recap video, which was the first video after the last podcast, got 2,000 views. 
Then we made the Duchesne Traded to Ottawa video, and that got 4,500 views, which makes sense. It's a pretty juicy topic. And I, th I think that was one of our best videos, to be honest. I really had fun with that video. Um, then I may had one called Why I Don't Cheer for, for Pittsburgh or Chicago. That got 3,400 views. That's kind of a juicy topic as well, I guess. Did you get any hate? Um, surprisingly, not much, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah, people were really good about it. So okay. I was surprised. I was, of all the videos that I've released, thinking that, oh, man, this one's going to get the most hate. That's the one that was, that's the one I thought. Uh, then the SHL jerseys ranked 1 to 14. They got 3,000 views. Comparing current NHL standings to last year, 4,500. That was kind of an interesting topic as well. So I'm glad that that got some decent views. And uh, we looked at the SM Liga jerseys. Um, that got 2,100. So that's jerseys in Finland. Then I had a video called What is the Trap? That got 2,000 views. Uh, then we had the Fan Friday which was who's the best rookie? I got 1500 views, and that'll be the last fan Friday until uh, after Christmas. I announced that in the video, right. and then our our big one yesterday, the 20k subscriber. Uh, thank you, and Patreon thank yous. I got 1400 views. Oh, wow. good. And coming up this week, uh, I said this last week, I'm going to do an NHL 18 video. I didn't do it <laughs> this past week, so I'm going to try very hard to get an NHL video this week. Uh, mail time number eight, which I've already mentioned. And we're going to talk about the games in Sweden and potential games and countries next year. Maybe. Okay. So if hypothetically, if, if the NHL decides to go visit another country for mm -hmm. two, NH two regular season NHL games, what country will that be and what teams are going to play against each other? I have some have some theories. So uh, we'll film that probably later this week, whatever. Nice. Um, and another big video I'm really excited to make is what could the NHL look like in 2040? I said 2030 before when I ha originally had the idea feel like that's a little bit too soon so i changed it to 2040 uh so i'm, I'm going to be prepping that this week and uh we'll film that probably on thursday and have it released for friday i'll be 81 years old you will be 81 years old if you make it that far <laughs> uh olympic jerseys ranked uh, i was gonna wait until i do this during the actual olympics but uh, i might as well just do it now get it over with uh, and then we're going to finally look at the Swedish Second League logos. Oh, good. It's been a while since we did a logo video, so yeah. Yeah, maybe do it. And that's called the Hockelsall Hockey Hockey Elsven Skun. Elsven Elsven Skun, yeah. What the heck was that? I don't know. A light? Oh, it's, no. Oh, no. That's, that's kind of crap out of me. <laughs> that's going to be good for It's the... not on camera, but. It's not on camera? I have a, oh, no, yeah, no. I have a rack behind me with all my shirts and stuff it's a really wobbly rack <laughs> it's not uh, very structurally sound and it just fell over watching you jump was amazing <laughs> i think the, the the reaction that you had scared me more than the actual sound back there <laughs> because folks through that curtain is where the furnace is and when you hear a loud noise from the direction of the furnace <laughs> When the furnace is off. When the furnace is turned off, your first reaction is to evacuate your bowel. <laughs> <laughs> and there, there's a black curtain here behind me. And so even just seeing any kind of motion behind me when there should be nothing <laughs> going on back there. <laughs> I'm excited to watch this back now and see your, <laughs> see your reaction. Um, I need to change your underwear after when you go back upstairs. Yeah. I guess that, uh, that wraps it up. That was the... That's the last thing I had to say. Hockey, 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 all spins gone. Yep. Skin. Oh, so bad. Anyway, we're going to talk about those logos. That's all I have for today. Well, you did pretty good for a guy who's not a feeling 100%. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I don't know, rest, drink lots of water. But uh, allergies have been acting up recently. Hmm. Sne sneeze. It's not really allergy season, um, right? The fall. Everything's pretty well dead yeah, out I there. Don't, I, don't, I don't know. I've been sneezing probably. 20 to 30 times a day for the past two weeks yeah. it's been weird actually probably three weeks any hoozles i guess that wraps it up it's been right. uh about one hour and four minutes ish so but around the time time that we like to close this off at so thank you very much for joining me appreciate it thank you guys for listening watching if you're listening on on itunes or google play music we'd love for you to uh, leave us a review uh, if you're watching on YouTube and you're not subscribed, we'd love for you to subscribe. If you like the video, hit the uh, like button. Um, oh, oh, oh. Uh, I meant to mention this probably five podcasts ago. Completely forgot. 
and I showed this to you yesterday. His name is uh, Dane Bjornstrom. Oh, I forget his last name. His name, first name Dane. And he made a video, and he sent it to me. It's on his channel. It's uh, He does a cover of... Um, the hockey song. The, the hockey song, you know, good old hockey game, whatever. It's great. It's amazing. He does it a cappella. So yeah. he records himself doing different parts. He's got different jerseys on. Uh, I, he sent it to me. He said, hey, I just thought you'd like this. I uh, just wanted you to see it. <laughs> it's incredible. And I forgot to share it in the, in the podcast way back then. I forgot to mention it in any video. I can't believe I just mentioned it now because I almost forgot it again, which wouldn't be uncommon. But I'm going to play a little clip from it to... Uh, to end this podcast, I won't play the whole thing because I want you guys to go to his channel. I'll link it down in the description on YouTube. Um, I want you guys to go to his channel, give him some love over there, tell me he did a good job because he did a good job. He it's did a amazing. Great job. It's really, really good. Uh, so that'll be the outro to this podcast. And when you hear it, it'll be an earworm for at least 18 hours. Uh, it'll be in your head. Yeah, oh, over totally. Over and over again. Totally. It'll, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you much for, for watching uh, and listening. Uh, we really appreciate you guys coming back every week and, and listening and watching the podcast. We have a lot of fun doing it. We have a lot of fun sitting down and just kind of relaxing and going off on crazy topics. Uh, so thank you very much, and we'll see you next week. Enjoy the song. Hello out there. We're on the air. It's hockey night tonight. Tension grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players bump, and the fans all go insane. Someone roars, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, the good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. Second. Players dash with skates a flash.